Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, Monsketeers, to another episode of Radnorock. And a retrospective episode of Radnorock at that. A retrospective episode of another iconic Disney character. Iconic in his own way. Much like much, much like Clarabelle Cow. Uh this is this is a character that is from like the earliest days of Disney and sadly does not get the recognition I feel like he deserves. And we're talking about, of course, none other than Clarabelle's on again, off again boyfriend, Horace Horsecaller. Horace Horsecaller. Clarabelle Cow. Horace Horse. Oh, that doesn't, that's not nearly as fun to say or fun to hear. Horace Horse. Who's your favorite character? Horace Horse. Horace 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 Horace. Yeah, I definitely see why the uh, horse collar made more sense. <clears throat> oh boy. So I'm going to try not to clear my throat 7 million times, but hey, it may happen. So don't hold it against me. I have some tea here ready to help me through it. However, I may have gotten a little overzealous in the heating of the water. And for those of you who don't know out there, those of you unaware, when water goes past its boiling point, it apparently turns into lava. And lava is is difficult to drink. It's dangerous to drink. So if you didn't know, now you know. (laughs) <laughs> That's how you make lava. <laughs> you boil water too far. Um, that might be an over-exaggeration and inaccurate information. So, you know, use it at your own your own risk. Um, horse, horse collar. You know, I I like I like in the Clarabelle Cow episode. I said that she is one of my favorite characters, and which is true, and I could say the same about Horace, but I don't want to overdo it. You know what I mean? You know what? Screw it. Yeah, Horace Horace Collar is another one of my favorite characters. I love all the early 1930s, late 20s era Disney characters. You know what I mean? Like the Fab Five of today is not the Fab Five of my heart and soul. (laughs) So the Fab Five, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, I believe. Now, arguably, maybe it's not Pluto and it's Daisy Duck, but that's really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I guess we could look it up. Let's see. Let's see. That's why... God made computers. Uh, Disney Fab Five. Dun, dun. Okay, that's I spelled that completely wrong. But the Fabulous Five, a group of Disney characters consisting of Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, Goofy, and Donald Duck. So my original lineup was correct. So I do know what I'm talking about. That's why I have a podcast. That's why... You're listening because <laughs> I'm, I'm all knowledgeable. I'm all knowing in the world of Disney animated characters. 
Um, maybe one day that will be true, depending on how many of these retrospectives we get through. Maybe that will be true. Maybe I will just be a fountain of knowledge. No, I really can't remember even everything I we went over in the Clarabelle episode. But I can always go back and listen and get the information all over again like it's new. And you can too. Uh, <laughs> so then my Fab Five ideally would be Mickey, Minnie, Clarabelle, Horace, Pluto. But maybe not Pluto. Probably Pluto. Maybe not. No, it would be Pete. Yeah, it would be Pete. I, I know not Pete, Pegleg Pete isn't friendly with the rest per se, but he was there, man. He was there before the goof. He was there before Donald Duck. He was there from since Steamboat Willie, you know? The one that kicked it all off. Not the first ever made, but the one that kicked it all off. So anyhow, this isn't about any of them. This is about Horace horse caller who first appeared in the Fox chase in 1928 as Billy. So Billy was Horace's original name. And I'm really kind of glad, not kind of glad, legitimately glad that they changed that. Uh, and then in the Plowboy in 1929, that was his first appearance as Horace. So there we are. Created by Ub Iwerks and Walt Disney, the most dynamic duo ever, ever. Uh, Horace has been voiced by Walt Disney in 1930. Wow, okay. So Disney did more than uh, just Mickey. Um, Count Cutelli? Is that how you say that? Oh my gosh, his name is even longer than that. Uh, but Count Cutelli. C-U-T-E-L-L-I. Cutelli, right? Cutelli? Cutelli? Anyway, he voiced Horace in 1930 as well. Uh, 1932, Pinto Colvig, a name we recognize from various uh, Disney works and classic cartoon commentaries. We have run into the name Pinto Colvig a time or two. So, you know, just just a, a, a player of the game. No, I, I don't want to say that. Um... Also, an MVP, you know, he was just in it. Like, he was there. He's an OG, okay? Stop trying to make me think of weird analogies. Uh, Billy Bletcher, another one of those animation OGs from the earliest days. And then Bill Farmer. Oh, wait, so Billy Bletcher voiced Horace in 1933. And then Bill Farmer, who is also currently the voice of Goofy, voiced Horace in 1990 to the present, which is really fun. Lots of correlations between uh, Goofy and Horace, besides sharing a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, both Pinto Colvig and Bill Farmer voiced both Goofy and Horace. So fun stuff with that. Fun, fun. Species, horse. Gender, male. Significant other, Clarabelle Cow. Sometimes. Oh my gosh. Relatives? Pa? Pardaput? <laughs> what? Pa Pardaput. P A A R D E P O O T. Pardaput. Pardaput. Pa Pardaput. Horse, horse, caller, and Pa Pardaput. I don't know if that's how you say that word, but that's how I'm going to say it. That's his dad. Horace's dad is Pop Artaboot. 
par 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 okay it's gonna be an hour of me just saying par par over and over again so i hope you enjoy par 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 okay i'm done horse court one more time see i said par par pa par too many times Horace Horse Collar is a cartoon character created in 1928 at Walt Disney Animation Studios. Horace is a tall, anthropomorphic black horse and is one of Mickey Mouse's best friends. Characterized as a boastful show-off, wow, Horace served as Mickey's sidekick in Disney's early black-and-white shorts. So before Donald, before Goofy, Horace was Mickey's right-hand man. Uh, A common gag in his early appearances was his ability to change at will from being a normal horse to a more human-like character. (laughs) What? So I guess that's just a longer way of saying he could stand on his hind legs <laughs> and then, then like walk around like a person that way. He could walk on all fours and then stand up on two legs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they're right. He could. Uh, Horace first appeared as Mickey's plow horse in 1929 in the 1929 cartoon, the plow boy. So much like Clarabelle, Horace's earliest appearance is that of a non-anthropomorphized animal. Because Clarabelle, I believe, we discover that she is the cow in Steamboat Willie. Um, the one that, I guess he force-feeds the hay so the the belt could wrap around her stomach and lift her onto the tugboat or the steamboat. And then he he plays her teeth as a xylophone at one point. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Go listen to the Clarabelle Cow retrospective if you want more about Clarabelle. This is everything we didn't know we wanted to know about Horace Horse Collar today. Uh, so yeah, whole point of that was his first appearance. He was a a horse, not not a not an upright you know character like Mickey. Uh, later that same year, he appeared in The Jazz Fool and afterwards became a regular member of the Disney supporting cast along with Clarabelle Cow and Clara Cluck. Clara Cluck. Is it Clara or Clara? I don't think it matters. Clara Cluck is also a character that will be getting a retrospective episode as well. So the OGs. So I guess that would that would be more the... OG Fab Five. Mickey, Minnie, Clarabelle, Horace, Clara. <sighs> Clara and Clarabelle. Clara Cluck, Clarabelle Cow. So I guess would they want to say it Clara to to but that's not a name anyway. Uh, though typically a supporting character, he was given significant screen time in such cartoons as The Beach Party in 1931 and Camping Out in 1934. In recent years, Horace has appeared in Mickey Mouse Works, Disney's House of Mouse, and the new Mickey Mouse shorts. And 
Mickey and the Roadster Racers. So, just like Clarabelle. Um, let's see. Uh, in comics, Horace helped Mickey on his sleuthing expeditions before Goofy assumed that role. So Goofy is always pushing Horace to the side. In Mickey's life, in Clarabelle's eyes, it's just, you know, it kind of kind of puts a little a little bitter taste in my mouth towards the goof. And I know it's not his fault. I definitely, you know, it's not his fault at all. But, but, you know, you get, you get Oswald vibes, right? How Mickey assumed uh, Oswald's position, but I guess it never really was Oswald's position because Oswald was never a Disney character, you know what I mean? He was created by Disney and Ub Iwerks, but... He wasn't ever technically, in the earliest of days, a Disney-branded character, right? <clears throat> we have a retrospective on everything you didn't know, everything you didn't know you wanted to know about Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. So go check out that episode if you haven't already. Okay, so in animation. He appeared frequently in cartoons from 1930 to 1932. Not a huge span of time and less frequently afterwards, making his last appearance in the original run of Disney shorts in 1942. The name of Horace's voice actor in the original shorts is unknown. Was that not Disney? Because it says Walt Disney over there. Um, in his earliest incarnation, Horace was presented as Mickey Mouse's four-legged plow horse. He could walk upright on his hind legs, at which time his forelegs became gloved hands. Wow. So they went from hooves to hands. Uh, at other times, he got back down on all fours and reverted to, uh, reverted to form. So I guess reverted to having hooves again. Uh, Horace mostly played bit parts in the over 30 films in which he appeared. Like Goofy in his early Dippy Dog appearances. Yeah, that's right. Goofy was Dippy Dog. I forgot all about that. Uh, Horace's body seemed to be formed of rubber tubing. That's, you know, i.e. the rubber hose style of animation. There we go. Um, he and Clarabelle Cow had an uncanny ability to change from somewhat normal farmyard animals into anthropomorphized beings as necessary. What a cool X-Men power. Uh, his first appearance as a completely anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic horse was in the Shindig in 1930, which also featured the First love scene between Horace and Clarabelle. So Horace and Clarabelle got like officially got together in the shindig. And then there was Dippy Dog lurking in the corner. This <laughs> role was in Camping Out in 1934, where he was the star of the cartoon. Wow, Camping Out. Horace got to take the lead. 
uh, after departing the Disney studio in 1930, Ub Iwerks created a horse-like character, the mule, Oris, <laughs> of his, for his own studio. The name simply dropped the H from Horus, obviously. That's hilarious. Oris. I wonder how many times Ub used Oris. And, you know, I feel like in uh, our Radnorok classic commentary, like cartoon commentaries, I feel like there there have been shorts where I'm like, man, that that really looks like Horus. Hey, that looks like Horus. But apparently it's Oris, and he's a mule, not a horse, which is, again, hilarious. And it feels kind of jabby. You know, it feels a little jabby at Disney. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me take a sip. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Does not feel like lava. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for blowing your eardrums out if I did. I I really am sorry. I am. I do I do feel genuinely bad <clears throat> when I have to clear my throat. And there we go. Now I'm better. Don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. It's just the way it goes. Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. That's the law that Murphy made. Anyhow. Yeah. So it was uh, Flip the Frog cartoons, which we also have a Flip the Frog retrospective where we go in, like we learn everything we didn't know we wanted to know about Flip the Frog. So there you go. Available at LeoLegacy.com. Go give it a listen. Um, as with many other Disney characters, he was later given small cameos in Mickey's Christmas Carol, 1983, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 1988. I said 1983, right, for Christmas Carol? I think so. Uh, he had a bigger role as the Prince's Mickey's Royal Double stone-faced tutor in... The Prince and the Popper from 1990. In the television series Disney Disney's House of Mouse, Horace has a reoccurring role as the club's technician, playing cartoons for the audience and generally running the machinery. Generally. Since 1990, Horace has been voiced by Bill Farmer, who also voices Goofy and Pluto. I didn't know he voiced Pluto, too. And I always find it to be very interesting when voice actors voice characters that don't necessarily really talk. So we know that Bill Farmer is an excellent Barker if he's voicing Pluto as well. Uh, let's see. Farmer established the character's voice on the spot during recording the Prince and the Popper when the director surprised him with the request. Asked for something aristocratic and snobbish, he says he mixed Ben Stein with Jim Bacchus. Bacchus? Jim Bacchus. B A C K U S. Mm who was an American actor among the most famous roles, Thurston Howell III on the 60s sitcom Gilligan's Island. Oh, he was on Gilligan's Island. 
and the father of James Dean's character in Rebel Without a Cause. Okay. Nifty. But it doesn't really feel very horse horse collary when we talked about earlier on where he was a uh, boastful show-off. Aristocratic and snobbish does not, you know, gel with that earlier description. In my opinion, you may disagree. And you're free to do so. You are free to do so. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to yawn. I'm not really tired. I'm just, I don't know. I can hear, I can hear my breath on this microphone. It's very sensitive. And I don't know really like, I don't know. I get self-conscious about it. So that's what that's about. Uh, In 1990s, Horace was intended to star in a new TV series created for the Disney Afternoon titled Maximum Horsepower. Wow. Intended to explain his disappearance from cartoons after the 1930s ended. The concept would be that in 1939, Horace had gotten tired of playing bit parts And after learning that Mickey was going to star in a segment of Fantasia, hold on, hold on, let's, let's stop making sense to me. The concept would be that in 1939, Horace had gotten tired of playing bit parts, and after learning that Mickey was going to star in a segment of Fantasia, was going to demand Walt to give him a starring role in that movie as well. Okay. So when, in 1939, Horace was like, I don't want to play any bit parts anymore. Mickey's getting a segment of Fantasia. Hey, Walt, put me in it as well. On his way to Walt's office, though, he gets abducted by aliens who bring him halfway across the galaxy because they are in desperate need of a hero that they believe Horace is, despite his dreams of returning to Earth and reassuming his acting career, maximum horsepower, however, never came to be. And that, and that is the greatest tragedy <laughs> in Disney history. That is amazing. <laughs> I did not, I did not see the turn coming where Horace was abducted by aliens and I, what becomes Buzz Lightyear essentially. <laughs> like, whoa. Oh, man, that's so amazing. I'm so bummed out that that didn't... Disney. Disney Plus. Disney Plus, you are always needing new content. Maximum maximum horsepower. Please, please bring maximum horsepower to life. Could you imagine? (laughs) It sounds incredible. Wow. And this is why we do it, guys. This is why we do these retrospectives, so we can learn about things like maximum horsepower. <laughs> so Horace never made it to Walt's office to say, I demand a starring role in Fantasia with Mickey, or just like Mickey, I want to star in Fantasia. Nope, never made it. He was abducted by aliens first. <laughs> oh, yeah, the greatest tragedy in Disney history is that maximum horsepower never came to be. (laughs) Oh, man. 
Uh, Horace has been a recurring character in the new Mickey Mouse shorts and Mickey and the Roadster Racers. We've talked about both of those already. Okay, theatrical cartoon appearances with, oh, okay, so he's got, oh, I see, I see. Okay, so our first grouping of shorts or cartoon appearances, theatrical cartoon appearances, they literally have a a category, and it's kind of a lengthy one, with Clarabelle Cow. He, uh, Horace appeared with Clarabelle Cow in The Plowboy, 1929, The Barnyard Concert, 1930, The Shindig, 1930 as well. And that's, okay, so Clarabelle and Horace were in two cartoons before uh, making their feelings for each other known in The Shindig. Wow. Um, Pioneer Days, 1930. The Birthday Party, 1931. Blue Rhythm, 1931. The Barnyard Broadcast, 1931. The Beach Party in 31. Barnyard Olympics in 1932. Mickey's Review in 1932. The Whoopie Party in 1932. Really curious what that one's about. Uh, Touchdown Mickey in 32. Mickey's Melodrummer. Melodrummer. If you listen to our Clarabelle retrospective, <laughs> there's the melodrama again. Uh, Mickey's melodrama in 1933. Mickey's gala premiere in 33. Camping out in 1934. Orphans benefit in 34. The band concert in 35. On ice in 35. Mickey's grand opera in 36. Orphans benefit remake in 1941. Mickey's Birthday Party in 42, Symphony Hour in 42, All Together in 42, Mickey's Christmas Carol in 83, Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 88, The Prince and the Pauper in 1990, and Get a Horse in 2013, 2013. And then Horace's appearances without Clarabelle Cow. <laughs> there are two categories of Horace horse collar appearances with Clarabelle Cow and without Clarabelle Cow. So Horace's appearances without Clarabelle, The Fox Chase in 1928, The Jazz Fool in 29, The Cactus Kid in 30, The Firefighters in 30, and The Fox Hunt in 1938. There are only five appearances of Horace Horse Collar sans Clarabelle Cow, which, fascinating. See, I mean, they're like, they're so hand in hand, Clarabelle and Horace. I mean, it feels like you can have Clarabelle without Horace, but it's rare. It's rare to have Horace without Clarabelle. Some like codependency issues, it seems. Mm -hmm. Ah, That was a sip of tea. And I know it's probably a lot of dead air, but... You know what? Whatever. Whatever. Sorry. Whatever. You know what I mean? Is what it is. It's real. Okay? This is real. (laughs) In comics, Horace first appeared in the Mickey Mouse comic strip on April 3rd in 1930. 
Horus has seldom been more than hold on what Horus has seldom been more than a supporting character though he has starred in numerous European comic book stories of his own now I wonder if these European comic books are in Italy because Clarabelle turns out to be Italy's like favorite Disney character. So again, with Clarabelle often comes Horace and European comic book stories of his own. I could see being like spinoffs from Clarabelle or something, but wouldn't it be interesting if Clarabelle was super famous in Italy and then like Horace was super famous in like Portugal or something random. Of course I use Portugal. I mean, come on. Anyhow, um, of his own. Okay. Uh, stories of his own in these, he plays a much bigger role than elsewhere, accompanying Mickey on his adventures or acting as Clarabelle's or Clarabelle Cowell's paramour and fiance. I did not know they were engaged at one point. Uh, Clarabelle and Horace were engaged in the comics according to some 1931 and 1932 continuities, but neither ever followed through. So they got engaged, but never got married. And I wonder if when the engagement was clearly called off, that's when Clarabelle started seeing Goofy. Because Clarabelle and Goofy have been intimately involved, just like Clarabelle and Horace. So, it's wild. Wild. You know, these uh, behind-the-scenes details for these characters. <laughs> some modern may or some modern European made stories with Horace as a star character were published in the United States in United States, not States, in the United States by Gemstone from 2003 to 2008 including King of Bungaloos. <laughs> what? King of the Bungaloos. Walt Disney's Comics and Stories, number 635 from 2003. Horace, or let's see, World's Greatest Horace. Uh, Walt Disney Comics and Stories, number 641 in 2004. Uh, Horace's Secret Helper, Mickey Mouse, number 266 in 2004. Horace's... Uh, Travails? Horace's Travails? T-R-A-V-A-I-L-S? Travails? Horace's Travails. I've never heard that word. In Mickey Mouse number 268 in 2004. Uh, driving Clarabelle Buggy. <laughs> Man, you're driving me buggy. I'm going to start using that. That's some, That feels hip. Uh, Driving Clarabelle Buggy in Walt Disney's Comics and Stories, number 651 in 2004. All Aboard the Blunderbuss, Walt Disney Comics and Stories, number 652 in 2005. 
Blockheads from Walt Disney Comics and Stories, number 656 in 2005. High Horus, Walt Disney Comics and Stories, number 692 in 2008. And uh, Tis Better to Give Than Deceive. Oh, that sounds like a caper. <clears throat> right? Um, and that was Christmas Parade, number five in 2008. Christmas Parade. Was Christmas Parade? What? It has it has a little like hover link, and it's just Santa Claus parades, also called Christmas parades. So I don't know what I don't know what Christmas parade number five is. Uh, but what a cool name! Tis better to give than to deceive. Uh, okay, through produced. Oh wait, no, no, hold on. Though. <laughs> Though produced in Denmark, Denmark, though produced in Denmark, these horror stories were written by Americans, uh, Stefan Pe- Petrucha, Parucha, Paruka, Peruka, P E T R U C H A, Sarah Kinney, and Don Markstein, or Markstein. Horace is a very common co star in modern Mickey comics by these writers now produced in Denmark. So is Denmark the European country that Horace is the most beloved in? Cause I mean, Italy, Clarabelle is, is Italy is Horace Denmark. Don't know. Um, but you know what we do know in video games, Horace appeared as the DJ of the reggae song, uh oh. Teao no Raccoon, maybe? In two th- in the 2000 Japanese Nintendo 64 game, Dance Dance Revolution Disney Dance Museum. Or Dancing Disney Dancing Museum. Dance Dance Revolution Disney Dancing Museum. Wow. Um, characters were depicted in ways intending to match the style of the songs they DJed. As part of this, Horace was shown in a dreadlocked wig and Caribbean, in quotations, clothing. So was he just Jack Sparrow? Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> I'm so sorry that my voice is doing this right now <clears throat> and I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how. Okay, there we go. Man, you know, it just feels like it's like the worst, it, it strikes at the worst times. But then I just do a lot of talking between podcasting and like the classic cartoon commentaries and the vlogging terries. Um, I probably should do something to take better care of my voice, but I don't. So maybe this will just keep happening. So consider it part of the podcast's charm. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so Horace made a cameo appearance in the Timeless River world of Kingdom Hearts 2 with many other characters like Clara Bocow and Clara Cluck as one of the world's citizens. He also makes an appearance as a resident of Disney Town in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, 
He also appeared in Mickey's Ultimate Challenge and Land of Illusion. Wow. Horace is also a playable character in Disney Think Fast. Horace Horsecaller is a major character in Epic Mickey and Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two, having become a private investigator in Wasteland after arriving down there. He gives Mickey a number of quests in each game, some of which involve advancing his relationship with Clarabelle. Oh. In 2016, Horace made an appearance alongside Clarabelle Cow in Disney Crossy Road as an unlockable playable character under the Mickey and Friends theme. Don't know what any of that is, but... There you go. Um, Horace in the Disney theme parks. From September 2006 to September 2008, Horace Horsecaller and Clarabelle Cow appeared together for meet and greets in Town Square at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. It's in Walt Disney World, not at Walt Disney World. There we go. Now I know. That's uh, that's something that came up in the vlog and Terry's. The... Um, Epcot Topiary Vlog and Terry episode. Let's go check that out. Uh, cool. Okay. Also, there were, or also they were in the Main Street Family Fun Day Parade. Since Family Fun Day is ending, the two have not been easy to see outside Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade, which. We also have a vlog and Terry watch along and then a watch through without commentary on our website, leolegacy.com or anywhere you're streaming videos. So go check that out. Look at that. Look at that. It all ties together. So anyhow, um, also other parades, you can see Horace and Clarabelle in Mickey's once upon a Christmas parade and the occasional special event Horace and Clarabelle will pop in, pop up in. Uh, Horace and Clarabelle come out for meet and greets and appear in parades and shows on a regular basis at Tokyo Disneyland. Horace Horace Collar made his meet and greet debut at Disneyland in Anaheim with Clarabelle Cow as part of character Fan Days Weekend. Woohoo! So that's everything about Horace here. Let's go scope out another source and see if there's anything more that we can we can learn about good old Horace. Horace. That is not how he says his name. I apologize for saying that. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> let's see what this is. Horace Horace Collar. Uh, a man anthropomorphic horse created by Up Iwerks and Walt Disney. Yep, named after the giant plow collar around his neck. There you go. Horace first appeared in 1929's Plowboy as Mickey's cocky steed with a penchant for showboating. Cool, he's had an uncanny ability to morph between normal and anthropomorphic horse. He rarely speaks and most often vocalizes through neighs. Mirroring 
Mickey's relationship with Minnie Mouse, Horace has traditionally been depicted as the boyfriend of Clarabelle Cow. True. Background. Personality. Horace was introduced as an overweening ham whom adored attention. Wow. In the beach party, for example, Horace called for Mickey and Minnie to be his audience as he dived into the seawater. In Mickey's gala premiere, Horace lingered on the red carpet of Mickey's screening so that he may indulge in the paparazzi. <laughs> well, well. Um, Horace's towering height. So really, Horace being tall is kind of like a, a staple of his character. Uh, Horace's tower, Horace's towering height and considerable physical strength, which Horace tended to show off by puffing his chest, uh, contrasted the diminutive, diminutive Mickey. So are they talking, they're saying Mickey's weak? Uh, As Mickey's steed, he was loyal and diligent when he was, or... When he and his friends were attacked by mosquitoes in camping out, Horace was quick to protect Mickey, uh, Clarabelle, and Minnie. He even helped defeat Pete on several occasions, such as the Cactus Kid. Uh, Horace's reliance on strength leaves little room for brains, so he's strong and kind of dumb. While Mickey supplies the plans... Horace supplies the muscle. I like it. This is seen in Get a Horse, uh, where Mickey used Horace as a tool to rescue Minnie from Pete. He used him as a tool in such ways as turning Horace into a fighter jet. Uh, <laughs> occasionally, Horace can devise cunning plans of his own and has shown mild leadership potential in camping out horse led the charge against the swarm of hostile mosquitoes and for or and found clever ways to use camping equipment to protect him protect himself in the firefighters he used his body to contain and export water in place of a hose during a massive apartment fire so horse is just a problem solver, right? <clears throat> oh, look at this. Look at this part. I kind of think I should go back and add to the Clarabelle uh, retrospective. <clears throat> Let's see. I don't remember going through. I had to have. Anyway. Uh, Horace was designed by Ub Iwerks. Um, other names. <laughs> Simon Legri in Mickey's Melodrummer. L. Horace Horsecaller in Mickey and the Roadster Racers. L. Horace Horsecaller. Occupation. He's an actor. He's Mickey Mouse's steed. He's a detective and a technician. Home in the comics, Mousetown or Mouston, Mouston, 
Horace lives in Mouston in the comics, and then Toontown in various other media. Uh, <clears throat> some of Horace's likes are attention, Clarabelle, ice cream, cakes, detective works, dancing, playing music, parties, the beach, and camping. Dislikes. <laughs> Dislikes are mosquitoes, guns, hammering the, or harming the environment, <laughs> faulty technology, chapped lips, Texas, <laughs> or taxes. <laughs> He's a horse. He loves Texas. He doesn't like taxes, though. Uh, he doesn't like guy. <laughs> he doesn't like high gas prices or non-voters. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the, genuinely Horace cares about any of those things. Okay, other relatives. Here it says Pa Horse Collar instead of Pa Papadou. Pa Para. Paradu, 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 parapu, paradapu, paradapu. This is just this is pa horse collar, not pa paradapu. Oh boy! <clears throat> In House of Mouse, Horace retains his brutish ways when working as a technician, particularly in the way uh, he manhandles his anthropomorphic equipment what oh i guess like his hammer might be alive and okay that's okay uh behind the scenes however he is easygoing to the point of being heedless wow when asked for a status update horace would instead list off world issues or his own personal ambitions rather than a status report of the club. He has also broken the fourth wall on occasion. In House of Scrooge, he equipped that the or he quipped that the show's writing had gotten cheaper as a result of Scrooge Mc, Scrooge McDuck's frugality in response to a corny joke that Mickey made. <clears throat> wow. Uh, appearance, we went over that. <clears throat> Voice. Um, for most of his career, Horace originally didn't have a consistent voice, unlike the rest of his major co-stars, such as Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Pete. He would occasionally have speaking roles in such cartoons as Mickey's Melodrama, but... For the majority of his roles, Horace would vocalize through neighs and whinnies like an actual horse. <clears throat> I am so sorry about all the voice throat clearing. Uh, let's see. History. Uh, 1930 to 1940, after being removed from Universal's... Wait. <clears throat> Hold on. After being removed from Universal Pictures' Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoon series, Walt Disney worked with Ub Iwerks and a few other loyalists to develop a new character for the studio. Hmm. So does that mean... Oh. <clears throat> After 
Walton Ub were removed from Oswald, the Oswald cartoon series. Got it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I'm going to take more, have another sip of tea because this is driving me wild with my, my throat. <clears throat> I don't know what it is. <clears throat> but it's driving me bananas and I'm apologizing again. Anyway, anyway, uh, an I works and a few loyalists too. Okay. One of the concepts that I works had conceived was a horse character, though this was put to the wayside in favor of a mouse named Mickey. Wow. Several months after Mickey's debut in Steamboat Willie, Iwerks' horse would be revived in the form of Mickey's half-anthropomorphic-sized steed in 1929's Plowboy, or The Plowboy. Though some of his personality was developed, Horace was not named in this cartoon in 1931's The Adventures of Mickey Mouse, book one, Mickey's Bowler Hat. Donning Steed was referred to as Henry Horse. Wow. His bovine girlfriend, meanwhile, was referred to as Caroline or Caroline, Caroline. Carolyn Cow. <clears throat> so in the comics, The Adventures of Mickey Mouse Book One, Mickey's bowler hat donning steed was Henry Horse. And Carolyn Cow. Interesting. Uh, Horace first appeared in The Plowboy is Mickey's Okay. Uh, he would later go on to gain a recurring spot in Mickey's shorts, living out his role as Mickey's sassy and somewhat bumbling companion. As time would go on, Horace would become more and more humanized, eventually becoming a anthropomorphic as anthropomorphic as Mickey and Minnie. He appeared frequently in cartoons from 1930 to 1932. The name of Horace's official voice actor... In the original run of shorts is unknown. Okay. 1940 to present. Later in, 19 th in the 1930s into the 1940s, the frequency of Horace's appearances would greatly decline. Okay, we knew that. Uh, he was given a small cameo in 1983 featurette, Mickey's Christmas Carol. He is seen dancing with Clarabelle at Fezziwig's Christmas party in Scrooge's past. Uh, Horace later had a larger role as Mickey's pompous tutor. Okay, we talked about that in Prince and the Pauper. Uh, in the 1990s, Horace was intended to star in a TV series to be created for Disney Afternoon programming block titled Maximum Horsepower. Okay, yeah. Uh, abducted by aliens. <laughs> yeah, cool. So we went all over that. Television, Mickey's Mouse Works. Horace makes several appearances, most of them brief cameos in Mickey Mouse Works. Horace's most notable appearance in 
is in Mickey's big break where Mickey and Donald disguise themselves as Mickey or Minnie and Daisy in order to retake a picture they broke while playing football. Or spots Mickey and Donald dressed as Minnie and Daisy in the dressing room. Embarrassed, Horace claims that he did not see anything and runs away. That's hilarious. Other Mickey or other mouse work shorts that Horace made cameo appearances in included Locksmiths and Donald's Pool. Uh, Horace appeared in House of Mouse as a club's technician, often starting up the cartoons and TV reports shown on the club's big screen. He often did this by attacking the DVD player with a, with a mallet or boxing glove as a running gag mickey often asks him what is wrong causing him to list things that are wrong in the world i.e the internet's too dang slow prompting mickey to rephrase no what's wrong in here ha 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 uh one of his most notable appearances is in the premiere episode of the stolen cartoons when Pete breaks into the control room and steals all of the club's cartoons. Oh, no. In the episode House of Scrooge, Horace revealed his big idea to open a barn-themed amusement park called Horace Land. I'd go. Uh, Hor- or Mickey, Mickey Mouse, so the current Mickey Mouse shorts. Horace, along with most of the gang, returns in this animated series. Horace first appears in the background in his traditional 1920s-30s form in Third Wheel and also makes a cameo appearance in The Adorable Couple as part of a band conducted by Goofy. Huh. Uh, He also appears in Felice Colpianos, where he is amongst the cast of characters celebrating Mickey's birthday. Uh, In Three-Legged Race, he partners up with Clarabelle to compete, Clarabelle, to compete in the titular race. He and Clarabelle are eliminated due to Huey, Dewey, and Louie's cheating. Oh, no. Though Horace and Clarabelle cheated as well. Oh, okay. Well, they're all, <laughs> they're all a bunch of, they're all a bunch of scammers, cheaters. Anyhow. Anyhow, the scariest story ever, a Mickey Mouse Halloween spooktacular. Horace briefly appears during the opening credits where Huey, Dewey, Louie, Morty, and Ferdy visit his house for Halloween. Halloween. Um, What else? Other appearances. Oh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Horace makes his big return in the Mickey and Roadster Racers episodes. Mickey's Perfecto Day and running the Roadsters as a popular Spanish personality named El Horace Horsecaller. (laughs) He was an arrogant show-off known for his dancing and superb racing skills. When Horace meets Goofy, he discovers that 
the latter's talent eclipse his own, and this develops into a one-sided rivalry. In the running with the roadsters, however, Goofy saved Horace from being run over by a bull, and the two became good friends. Uh, Horace would continue to make appearances specifically or sporadically. Oh, boy. Uh, Horace would continue to make appearances sporadically through the series. He visited Hot Dog Hills in Daredevil Goofy uh, to participate in the town's race against Mortimer Mouse, Mortimer Mouse, and later appeared in Garage Alone as an actor portraying a villain in a television show that Goofy and Pluto enjoy. Mickey Mouse Fun, Mickey Mouse Fun House. Uh, Horace first appeared in The Mighty Goof as a sports commentator for a baseball game between Pete and Mickey's gang. Other appearances, Horace appears in the Mickey Mouse March opening sequence alongside many other characters in the Mickey Mouse Club. So another reason to love Horace. Because I love the Mickey Mouse Club, and he was there. So, voila. Uh, Horace appeared in another small cameo with all the other tunes at the end of the 1988 film Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Here he takes on the role of a non-speaking police officer. Huh. Horace makes a cameo appearance with Clarabelle in the Bonkers episode, Casa Bonkers. <laughs> Bonkers. I had one of the uh, coolest theme theme songs. Um, let's see. In the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse, Horace appeared as one of the Big Bad Wolf's victims in The Big Good Wolf. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Printed material, more comic stuff. Horace has never really been more than a supporting character, though he has starred in numerous European comic books of his own. In these, he plays a much bigger role than elsewhere, accompanying Mickey on his adventures and or acting as Clarabelle's paramour and fiance. Clarabelle and Horace were engaged, okay, but never followed through. For a brief time during the late 1960s, Clarabelle Cow began dating Goofy perhaps in an attempt to give Goofy a girlfriend. Uh, the reasons for Clarabelle and Horace apparently breaking up were not given. Huh. In 1969, the character Glory B was introduced as a new love interest for Goofy. In later comics, Clarabelle and Horace were a couple again. Horace is often shown being a boastful slacker, but always managing to land on his feet one comic had a wealthy man offering to make a large donation to an orphanage in the name of anyone who can duplicate a high dive uh, he had done many years ago. Horace's idol chat or Horace's idol chat uh, of he could easily easily accomplish that is overheard and the attention is on him. Okay. While Clarabelle Cowell said she would like nothing more than to see Horace choke on his own words because of his boastfulness, she prepares him for the high dive on the basis the orphanage uh, badly needs money. 
Okay. When the big day comes, Horace gets cold feet and runs away, but manages to manages to collide with two crooks who were taking advantage of everyone watching the high dive to rob a bank by helicopter. Horace unle- unleashes a okay. Okay, sorry. Horace unlatches the sack of cash and lands right in the tank of water, which is what he was fearful of all along. The combination of thwarting the bank robbers and falling from a great height is perceived that Horace was not running away, but putting on an even tougher act, which gets him hailed as the man of the hour and the wealthy benefactor agrees to make an even larger donation for Horace. Although Clarabelle Cowell was annoyed that Horace's, that Horace blundered his way to greatness yet again, she is glad his efforts benefited the orphans. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, here we go. In, Euro- in the European comics, especially in Italy, of course, Horace is an affirmed repair or yeah, that's, that's right. Horace is an affirmed repairman in Mouston to whom Mickey and his friends go when they need something to be repaired or crafted, filling the same spot gyro occupies in Duckburg, uh, with the difference that Horace does not invent new technology. He just crafts high quality items he is often paired with Clarabelle, but their relationship is not fully established with some stories describing them as boyfriend-girlfriend and others as no more than good friends. Horace and Clarabelle just have like a tumultuous relationship, don't they? It's really like hot and cold. <laughs> okay. We talked about video game appearances. Uh, let's see, Disney Parks. We got Horace appears at the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts as a meetable character and also appears in select parades. He is typically paired with Clarabelle. Yep. For a while, Horace donned his outfit from the band concert in November 2017. Horace was given a completely or a complete redesign, including a new face. Uh, sculpt and clothes that more closely resembled his animated counterpart. Uh, in Disneyland, in Mickey's Toontown, a gym owned by Horace can be seen between several buildings. Cool. Uh, Horace was seen in a mural during the Cal- Disney California Adventure expansion as a construction worker and can also be spotted in Silly Symphony Swings. Horace, was, or Horace also appeared during Mickey's segment of World of Color Celebrates at Disney's California Adventure. Walt Disney World... Uh, he and Clarabelle often attend the Frontierland Hoedown at Magic Kingdom. Uh, during the Christmas season, Horace is found on his float in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade near Pete's Silly Sideshow at the Storybook Circus. A poster featuring Horace as one of the circus attraction appears. 
Uh, horse can be seen in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway operating a popcorn stand in the carnival scene when the tornado from the wooden roller coaster logo comes to life. Horace scurries away to safety before he can be consumed by its winds. Now we have a ride along, a voluntary ride along, and a ride through for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So go check that out at leolegacy.com or whatever video streamer you would like and uh, see if you can spot Horace. See? Even more, even more coming around and tying in together. It's amazing. A little bit of Horace trivia. The Jazz Fool and the firefighters reveal that Horace wears false teeth. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Prior to the Plowboy, a horse similar to Horace in appearance and personality would appear as Mickey's steed in 1928's The Barn Dance. Uh, House of Scrooge reveals that Horace dreams of opening his own barn-themed amusement park called Horseland. And there we are. There we are. Well, aside from my relentless throat clearing, uh, hopefully this was everything you hoped it would be. And you got to discover everything you didn't know you wanted to know about Horace Horse Collar. One of... The uh, oldest Disney characters around and one of Mickey's oldest friends. Um, yeah, so I hope you, I hope you uh, have developed a new appreciation for Horace and Clarabelle uh, together or separately because they're, they're fantastic either way. Now, I wonder if they're going to keep the Horace gym in Toontown after the redesign because currently in the prime timeline right now they are uh, doing a refurbishment or a redesign I guess entirely of Toontown at Disneyland so the next time we make it out there that'll be fun to scope out Uh, yeah thanks for listening everybody Uh, I also thank you if you haven't already I, I thank you in advance for leaving a comment, liking, subscribing, rating, all that stuff on your podcast provider of choice, or all of them. Just go to all of them and do the same thing. Um, Our video stream platforms, currently YouTube and Rumble, so whichever one you use, if not both, go subscribe and scope out all the video fun we have there, new videos go up just about every day on both platforms. So they're the same videos. So it really just depends on which interface you like more. But new video content every day on our YouTube or Rumble or, again, also at leolegacy.com. Referenced a few different uh, other things to check out, like our ride-along for Runaway Railway. See if you can spot Horace in there. And what else was it? What was the other thing, too? I forget. I forget. You're going to have to re-listen to this episode so you can go catch that. Um, yeah, more, more fun character retrospectives to come. 
And I'm having a really good time doing this. I hope you, you're having just as good of a time listening. Oh, also, also, scope out our store, our merch store, where you can get Radnorock merch, you can get your Monsketeer tee, or hoodie, or long sleeve, or baseball tee. We got design, we got the same designs on kids, kid sizes, uh, other various Skeleton Crew merchandise, leolegacy.com slash shop. We got our own into like our our own original cartoon characters that that we've developed so you know scope it out check it out and uh the best way to support leo legacy is to shop our skeleton crew store and you know if if you don't want to drop any any sort of uh uh monetary support <laughs> just like and subscribe everywhere and uh, follow us across your favorite social media platforms everywhere is just at leo legacy leolegacy.com it's just it's branding people branding all right until next time hope you enjoyed everything you didn't know you wanted to know about horse horse collar and we'll do it again until then thanks for being a friend and telling a friend 